The hook, the first chance to make an impression. It's vitally important. I believe the hook is the most critical element of any production, and that's why today we're focusing our episode on how to develop the hook for your videos. Okay, let's talk about that intro. Yes, the one you just heard. I would say the music was a bit too long. Uh, Outside of that, I would say, you know, the first few seconds of the podcast, that's the hook. I write these episodes quickly. If I had more time, I would probably spend a lot of that time working on the hook. So the first few seconds really gives the listener the opportunity to understand what the podcast is going to be about. And hopefully it allows me to make this negotiation of, I'm going to give you this content in exchange for your time. As a member of the audience, what the hook does is it gives you the chance to consider what you're about to dedicate your time to and determine if it's going to satisfy, answer a question, be worth the time investment that you're about to make. There are far more compelling ways to kick off your piece of media. Perhaps a solid once upon a time would have done a better job of grabbing your attention. Let's jump back to basics. What is a hook? Well, in literature and media production, the hook is the information that the consumer of your content is going to be exposed to first. Hopefully it entices your audience to want to consume the rest of your content. Maybe you've read a novel before because of the title or the cover art. That could be considered a hook. On YouTube, you can think about how title and cover art really translate well to that environment. The title, the thumbnail, these are things that sometimes we call clickbait because they're so effective. But those really can be considered the hook. Sometimes they're not even in the media. Usually when I'm thinking about a hook, I'm thinking about what am I doing to start off my piece of media and in those first few seconds really gain the attention of an audience. The best hooks are being used in media to ask questions of the viewer or better yet, get the viewer to ask questions themselves that can only be answered by consuming the rest of the media. The other day I was mindlessly scrolling TikTok and I came across this video. It started by someone immediately dunking a fire extinguisher in a fish tank full of water. So I couldn't help myself but wonder like, what is going to happen when this fire extinguisher goes off in a tank of water? What does that look like when a fire extinguisher shoots off underwater? So what did I do? I did nothing. I sat there. I kept my eyes transfixed on the image, waiting for the video creator to fire off the canister. And then to my dismay, the video ended. So TikTok is interesting. The algorithm rewards creators for for videos that are completed. So this individual kind of gamed the system by making his entire video a hook. There was no payoff. The user that created this video, they got the engagement that they were looking for. And I'm sure I wasn't the only person in the audience who would have appreciated closing that loop. But really, the fire extinguisher dunking in a tank of water is a terrific visual hook. In my mind, a great video oscillates between getting a user to ask questions or feel tension and then releasing that tension or answering those questions. So how do you start a video in a way that's going to increase that kind of engagement? It can be hard to know how to use the first critical moments when you're starting a video. I remember one B2B video series that I was working on. We were close to final approval on several episodes when I got a call from one of the stakeholders. I knew that they were going to have feedback, but to my surprise, the input and their feedback focused on the first 30 seconds of each video. So I got on the call with the stakeholder, I'm listening to their feedback, and they described 
something that was nagging at them as they watched these videos and over and over. They described that when they consumed the first portion of the video, they were left with dozens of questions. It made them feel uncomfortable. They walked away with all of these questions and they wanted the answers to come before the questions. And their ask of us was to tell the audience, the company that was being featured, what the product was that was being promoted, why it was important for the audience to pay attention, really answer all of the questions before we asked them. So my client listed these dozens of questions that they felt they were inspired to ask in the opening portions of the video, and they liked all of the questions. They just felt uncomfortable opening the video with questions rather than answers. And as I listened to this, my heart was kind of swelling with pride. And I took the opportunity to point out that those questions were answered in the video, and sure enough, each of those questions in turn was answered. And essentially what we had done is created a very compelling hook. Each of those questions that the audience was asking themselves were really bargaining moments where we were compelling people to trade their time for an answer to those questions. So I really was proud of the work that the team had done to create solid hooks. I felt like that phone conversation was just evidence that the hooks were doing exactly what they were designed to do. If your hook gets someone to ask a question, make sure you give them additional questions before you answer that first question, if that makes sense. A viewer must always have the motivation to continue throughout a video. We did an episode on this, I believe it's episode number two, on loops. If you haven't heard the episode on loops, make sure you go back and listen to it. But the idea is that you should always have motivation to continue through a video. And that's important because if you're giving people new ideas at a later point in the video, they have to watch that portion of the video in order to be exposed to those ideas. So again, a lot of detail here in the second episode on loops. Go back and listen to that. So how long is a hook? This is something that has been really hotly contested. And I've heard people talk about hooking an audience in one second or in three seconds. And I think that that can be a great rule of thumb. But I do believe that there's a lot of nuance to trying to figure out how long your hook should be. I think that the hook does more than just grab people's attention. The hook also communicates to the audience how long the viewing experience is going to be. So if I'm hooked in one second, I don't plan on spending more than a minute or two in that video hoping for the payoff of that hook. If the hook can really communicate the pace, for example, you know, in a major motion picture in a movie, you might be watching an opening sequence, there's a small village, there's visually stunning montage, B-roll being used to show the production value of the movie that's going to take place. And if it's a really great hook, it's getting you to ask other questions as you're watching this B-roll. But that kind of a long-form hook might take several minutes, but it's also communicating to the audience that, hey, I'm going to help you uncover a story here, and it's going to take some time, a time commitment. And after sitting through a hook like that, you're going to expect a longer-form video to follow it. You're not going to expect all of the conflict to be resolved in just a matter of minutes. So if you struggle to know how to start your videos, consider beginning with a quick overview. So that's what I did with this podcast. It's what I do with my other podcasts. It's really the simplest way to hook an audience is just to give them that information right up front. Don't use opening graphics. It's not that you can't effectively start a video on graphics because certainly you can do that, but be mindful of an opening slate that gives people answers rather than questions. So if I'm starting every episode in a series by showing someone the same title card, what I've done is I've de-incentivized them from wanting to watch that ever again. So I might get to that video and assume that I've already watched it. I might abandon, I might not, I might sit through it, but what that title card is communicating to me is anything but a hook. It's the opposite. It's answers to questions, not questions. Introducing yourself or a speaker in a production is also not a hook. 
Remember that your audience is there to get something out of the video. If they don't already know who the speaker is, then they're truly not there for that speaker, and the name of the speaker is even less relevant. But just getting into the content gives people more of a reason to stay than you trying to introduce yourself or the people that are part of the production. When brainstorming hooks, it's easy to think about what questions your videos are going to answer, and then just think about how you can use the first few moments of your video to get the audience to ask that question for themselves. If you're going to be telling a story, you can start by hinting at upcoming conflict. A line like, oh, my neighbor is so mad about this. That can inspire curiosity, and it's a great opportunity for you to answer those questions later in the, in the video and explain, well, why was the neighbor upset about this? If you are working on something cinematic or if you, there is visual tension in your video, you can bring that right to the front. So give a hint of what is going to come later in the video by showing just a flash of some of that visual action at the very beginning to entice people to learn about how the setup happens and how the audience ends up stumbling through the story with you to end up at that really inspiring visual action or cinematic moment that you teased out in the beginning. The simplest thing to do is just always remember that you're starting with questions rather than answers and find a way to inspire curiosity in your audience. Thanks so much for joining me today. I've had an absolutely fabulous time producing these episodes for you. I hope that you join me here again on Video Production Daily.